Welcome to the latest edition of the Old Man Ultras podcast, an exceptionally unofficial FC Cincinnati podcast. Um, as always, uh, this is Schindler, and uh, I'm joined by my good friend, Bubbles. Bubbles, how are you? I'm doing great, and uh, I'd like to share a story. Um, you know, now that the Old Man Ultras are, uh, you know, we have three listeners <laughs> instead of one. Um, I was walking through my place of business, and uh, I heard someone shout bubbles and i immediately um that's not my real name <laughs> just in case people wanted to know uh i immediately turned around and said and thought to myself well who is who's who's inquiring about me instead it was a child blowing bubbles in the hallway um and so the realization came in that <laughs> yeah we still have three listeners yeah. <laughs> Not really famous yet. <laughs> not really famous. <laughs> Hashtag not famous. Um, but I'm do- otherwise doing well. I'm uh, joined by my good friend Maccabee. Hello. Hello. How are you all? I'm, uh, yes, I'm here. And we're all sitting in the same these same yeah. seats as so we always here. do. <laughs> wow. This is, is this happening on purpose? Uh, could be. Uh, Have we all got our positions sorted yeah. for the new season then? Yeah. Yet? yeah. Our, our starting four. <laughs> our starting four, yeah. We all know our places and we're all first on the team sheet. Right. And next to me is my good friend Stone Delicious. Yeah, thank you, Maccabee. Thank you, thank you. So, yes, I'm Stone Delicious. And uh, tonight I'm going to be the first to say what I'm drinking. I am drinking a Rivertown Dew and Proper IPA. Um, it's all right. I'll just give you that. A uh, quick update um, that I have is uh, on my jersey situation. So oh, right. I did take uh, at Miss Daisy's uh, recommendation for Stone Delish. So the first thing I tried to do. Right, just, oh, just so we're clear, that's a real listener. That is a, one, yeah. One of the right. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, at Miss Daisy. Yeah, touch, so exactly. Works. But yeah, I, 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 I took uh, Miss Daisy's uh, recommendation. I tried to do Stone Delish uh, with a number of 513, but in case you didn't know, um, for names, you can have up to 12 characters, including a space. So Stone Delish works perfectly. But you can only have two-digit numbers. Mm. So 513 didn't work out. Okay. So instead of 513, I got really vain, and I went with number 10. Oh. So oh, F-U, ten. number 10. Natural <laughs> 10. That's right. All right. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got a few things to talk about. It's been a couple, almost two weeks since we last recorded. So the preseason is underway. It's actually, uh, as somebody pointed out, the away from Cincinnati portion of the preseason is over. So the rest of the, the training matches will all be close, which will be great. Um, we had the really the one that we got a, most of us got at least a decent chance to look at was the one in uh, the second game in Florida against Tampa Bay Rowdies. Which was interesting. I think there was a. Uh, I, I thought we got outpossessed and outplayed a little bit in the first half, um, but we did get a, a nice look at, at some of the new guys. And uh, but honestly, the the star of the match was Garrett Halfhill, who again, yeah. really didn't think existed, uh, and you know was sort of convinced he was a hobbit. But in fact, he's a pretty big Giant. defensive midfielder who lashed in a really nice goal so um other than that i don't know what do you anybody got anything else to chime in about that match no uh this is bubbles and i agree that uh you know it was when i first tuned in i'm like all right maybe we're getting our legs and it was just a i don't know it was just a i felt like oh i felt like oh if this is how it's gonna be we're gonna struggle on the road but you know we've sort of we sort of 
we sort of found our found possession and had some great crosses and um, again from a from a keeper standpoint had some great saves uh, Joel Cole was working them pretty heavily um, and yeah it uh, but overall I was impressed and uh, preseason it's exciting like like you know you have essentially two starting 11s that you could put yeah. out there so that's that's fantastic yeah and it, it was like pretty hot as hell out there oh yeah um, it, yeah it was, it was it was really hot and sunny and incredibly windy <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like the game was being played like the commentators sound like I could imagine them both huddled up but in bathing suits at the same time because um, but yeah I, I actually don't remember much about the game it was um, I do remember thinking to myself oh we're playing Tampa Bay and I looked at the clock and it was just about to start yeah. and I was I was I was happy that I didn't miss it and then when I saw the camera angle oh. I was like oh it's one of these games isn't it that we've uh, so you got, you couldn't get really get the the full hit of the team but it, it was nice it, yeah. it, it felt good and uh, hey still unbeaten in 2018 yeah, right <laughs> they uh uh, for whatever reason, and I didn't look him up because I, I kind of thought about it, but then I, whatever, I was like, whatever. I don't really care that much. But uh, they had a Canadian dude as the announcer. Oh, really? And it was funny because we just talked about the, yeah. you know, Graham and, and the other uh, the other play-by-play guy from from last season. And this guy, I mean, he had a super thick Canadian accent. Nice. And it was, uh, yeah, he wasn't. You know, it wasn't quite calling it like a hockey game where everything had yeah. to be spoken out loud, um, but he was still pretty pretty Canadian, so that was yeah. pretty funny. Um, but yeah, the, the wind noise was terrible, and the, the broadcast was pretty funny. Like it was like it kept getting out of sync, and I mean, right. yeah. And the, they had the the one real angle which you couldn't really tell what was going on. You certainly couldn't tell any like you couldn't really read numbers or anything like that. Yeah. So it was like, oh, that's a new guy, but that's yeah. about as far as I got. Keepers, though, I thought they did play, yeah. uh, both keepers yeah, played pretty well. Yeah, all the keepers have been yeah. sort of really like trying to get their uh, what what you call it. They they they're really trying to sort of get themselves noticed every time. It's because uh, there was a different keeper in each half, wasn't yeah. there? And yeah. Uh, yeah, both pulled off saves, but both were noticeable. Um, you know, I'm quite happy for my keepers not to touch the ball during a game um, mm-hmm. at all. But like, uh, yeah, good to see that when they were called on, they did some good saves, and uh, I was uh, I was quite happy. Did we all see the game, by the way? Did, did we all manage to catch all of it? I saw most of it, or yeah. whatever. I, I'm, and I'm, I, I'm now I'm confusing the games or whatever. What, so was this the game where? Uh, <laughs> Our boy Patty Barrett got a pretty cool yellow card, oh, yes. so he's already in a book. Yes. Yeah, I was proud of that. He is yes. he is absolutely going to yeah. be a fan favorite. Because <laughs> I think I think you texted. I did. Yeah, yeah I, I I hate. To, I think I'm becoming a fanboy, but I, yeah. I, you know I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. But um, I think the keepers were uh, Village and uh, what was it, Evan Spencer? Is that it? No. Yeah. yeah, Evan Spencer. Okay. Yeah, and I, I agree. Both of them I thought looked pretty solid. Yeah. I like I said every week. I'm freaking excited. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Good to go. And then. Uh, uh, the uh, the one thing, the other thing, like bubbles, kind of lose this. It it seems like there's not a big drop off between the first and second team. So both teams made huge changes at halftime. Our second string looked way better than their second string. So in the second right. half, we I thought were clearly better. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I it, we could have scored more goals, but it, we definitely looked like a like a far better team there. And um, so that'll be that's going to be interesting. It's definitely a change from last year. Yeah, and I, and I agree with that too. And just to clarify my previous statement, I'm not saying that the one preseason game should be like defining of the rest of the season, <laughs> right? Like that's ridiculous. That's uh, but I do agree. Like the less the second half was much more like our we dominated a little bit more in possession, um, controlled things, had some great crosses, and uh, and for the last 
10 minutes or so, like we were down on their end, if I recall correctly, like really pressing, really pushing, um, and caused their keeper to have a couple good saves, um, which was pretty nice. So that was the end of the Florida journey. And mm-hmm. then uh, the boys came back, and today they had a, uh, a trip up to Indianapolis to play uh, friendly against Indy 11, not at a stadium. Um, Definitely like in a youth soccer complex, which I've been to a bunch, uh, which the one thing I can I can recommend to it is you can drink beer while you watch. So I think that seemed, it sounded like even just from the little highlights that came out because it wasn't streaming, that there were a fair number of people cheering for FCC. I saw on like social media and stuff that there were people definitely going up to watch today. So I think we had maybe 100 fans there, which is pretty funny given that, you know, some of the teams we play on the road don't get 100 fans yeah, right, to a regular right. season game. Yeah, um, season game on a weekday yeah. in Indianapolis. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly, on a work day. So yeah. so that was all cool. Um, but uh, definitely worth looking for the highlights if you haven't seen them yet because the penalty that Manu Ledesma laid down uh, and just put the Indy 11 keeper on his ass and, uh, and scored our first goal was – very very sweet um apparently the the that guy is the second string keeper for indy 11 because the first string got hurt making a save earlier in the match um so hopefully he doesn't get better until march 31st because if that's the standard that that dude is i want him in the goal when we go up to indianapolis that's great no uh, and then um uh, i forget who scored the second goal Oh, hey, Bear. Hey, Yeah, with a cross from Boehner. And that was, uh, that was a good header from a ways out. That was, again, yeah, from what we've read, it looked like we dominated possession. We, yeah, I'm just excited. Like, that's the ultimate, the ultimate thing is, like, and we'll get to this later when we talk about um, some of the comments that Coach had said. But, you know, I think the, the game was broken up into three 30-minute segments. And... Um, he played one 11, one series of 11 for 60 and then another for 11 and um, a little preview for later on in the podcast. And he, he, he basically said that it doesn't mean if you're in the second 11 that you're second. It just means he's trying different combinations, yeah. which, which is the point of the preseason. Right, for sure. Yeah, they um, – uh the the cool thing is like we're now like just a couple days from actually getting to see him in person so i know at least a couple of us are going to go to the game in uh, northern kentucky on tuesday and uh it sounds like that they've already sold a lot of tickets already that so that'll be fun um and hopefully they'll it's a bunch of college kids so we better look good right (laughs) i know it doesn't really matter but i still want to see us play well so um yeah preseason's been you know if i recall last year i think like we had a draw against yeah. MKU. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's preseason results don't matter, but it definitely yeah, it's still, still, like, still, yeah, come like, on. Like, um, yeah. And, uh, and then after that, we got the, um, the Nashville game, game, which will be kind of interesting. Yeah. And then, uh, UC and Sacramento, and then it's yeah. real. So it's all, it's all, it's going to be here soon. Yep. Brother. Anything else about the preseason? Anybody? I don't think so. All right. Yeah. So, uh, we do have a couple of roster updates. Uh, we have uh, our first uh, – the first for the new guys in is a uh, a guy whose name is Richie Ryan. I like to call him Richie Rich, um, <laughs> although he's he's a 33-year-old journeyman soccer player, so he's probably not actually that rich. <laughs> but it, he actually looks really good. Uh, yeah. So defensive midfielder and uh, McAbee, what you got? I've, I've, got, my, uh, I've got my usual uh, Coach Koch comments <laughs> about what he said. Um 
He's, uh, he thinks he's an incredibly talented midfielder who has a skill set to connect all the players on the pitch through his vision and playmaking ability. So, um, and I just went down to see what he'd been doing. He has spent a lot of time in the lower leagues in, uh, in Ireland. Uh, he was with a team called Shamrock Rovers, who are uh, really well known in Ireland. Um, I think they even got into a European competition through some one of those crazy they they qualified yeah. further and beat about four teams to get into oh, yeah. the the qualifying stage or something and uh, he played for Sligo Rovers as well who were uh, who were quite well known that they did well very well in their country's cup uh, winning a couple of years on the run and then he played in Scotland uh, for Dundee United uh, after Rangers and Celtic in Scotland there is about five other teams who compete to finished third and uh, not, to, not to interrupt you but I have a question mm-hmm. what's a rover a rover it must there must be it must be something kind of like canine connected I would think because in England uh, a lot of yeah. rovers uh, rover hey rover yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. there's a lot of rovers I don't know what they, I, th- I guess like Richie Ryan they're people who move around a lot <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe that could be it because uh, he's certainly been on the move but yeah like, like, like Schindler says he's 33 uh, just 33 okay. and so um, he might not be uh, he might not be one for the future or he could be one of those like uh, Gary McAllister types who plays till he's about 37 <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like to point out I think isn't that the age that Jesus was hey I'm not getting pressure on him well he unify everybody <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd appreciate that being a, a, a good Irishman <laughs> But uh, but yeah but yeah this week we had uh, an Irishman and an Englishman walk into a team in Cincinnati which uh, <laughs> which will be the start of a very bad joke but let's hope it's not um, because we also signed um, uh, Tommy Amiobi and um, he's uh, he's joined us he's a, a 29 year old six foot three forward and uh, for those people who've uh, sort of familiar with with soccer in England he is one of the Amiobi brothers. Uh, uh, there was Shola Amiobi who played for Newcastle for about oh God, I want to say about twelve or thirteen years. It's like forever. Yeah, forever. It was just like is he? He was he still coming on? And um, he is the older brother of Sammy Amiobi, who um, he now plays for uh, Bolton, who aren't doing too well in the Championship. But uh, if he can, if he can do what his his, his uh, older brother uh, Shola did, he he will be really good for us. Uh, Coach Koch says uh, Tommy is a big, strong, and quick striker who has a fantastic work rate and um, he's a a man of talent and exceptional character who is a welcome addition to our squad and uh, the great thing is is we already have um, we we have a a British guy in the team and we have another Irishman so they've already got friends (laughs) as soon as they come in so that's good that that could be oh imagine going for a pint with them for Justin Paddy (laughs) Tommy and Richie on the town and it's uh, St. Patrick's Day is coming up soon, and it is that could could be bad. But yeah, um, tell me, Amiobi, he's from uh, he's from Newcastle in um, in England, uh, which is is just the people up there are born with soccer in their in their veins. He did play youth soccer with Newcastle and Leeds United. I'm sure the listeners listener has heard of them. And um, he's also had time in Iceland 
and Finland uh, as well as uh, was it Canada he was playing yeah, in that's here. yeah so he's as been there for the last three years I think. yeah as well as England so um, l- look forward to hearing uh, one of the Canadian commentators mention yeah. his passport being well stamped <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's bound to happen and then um, the other kind of well not roster update but player update yeah. was um, Stone Delish you were on Twitter last night and you saw uh, oh, our you, boy, you uh, saw a bit of breaking news uh, about yeah. Tommy <laughs> yeah our boy Tommy Heineman. Uh yeah so apparently Tommy's agent first and then Tommy retweeted it um, tweeted out that I guess the I'm not sure if it was a lawsuit or whatever they had against uh, basically FC Cincinnati and USL um, they won so it was found indeed that FC Cincinnati was in breach of contract and I is that what it was like an arbitration thing yeah yeah so anyways it's like like we always say like apparently we're going to start every season with some kind of freaking thing <laughs> and, yep. and hopefully this is the only thing right. you know but uh, yeah um, so, uh, since I applied for but did not get on the FC Cincinnati right. Supporters Council, I don't actually feel compunction saying this, which is this is more evidence, I think, that he did wind up sleeping with some relative yeah. of the owner. <laughs> <laughs> Two times. Much Two like, times. yeah. So, the John Hark's theory is back in effect. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Um, you got Hark's. Are you sure your application isn't just pending? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I definitely got a reaction letter. Yeah, yeah, it's not, so, I think it's that, some, someone must have gave him the podcast. I think that's the... So, um, but... Uh, the resume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I did... So, the Amiobi thing uh, brought a couple things to mind. One was... I mean, Shola was, I mean, he was at Newcastle for a really long time. He never really scored a lot of goals. I mean, and uh, and his brother, Tommy, when you look at his record, it's not like, he's not a one and two striker. It's more like a one and three or four striker. I saw people online, actually somebody on, on Reddit was an FC Edmonton fan that was weighing in and saying, well, we never even tried to attack. And he actually was a really good player. He worked really hard, would hold the ball up, help us counter, but like we didn't even ever try to score. Okay, but then the other problem is, uh, like, none of the Amiobis can score is sort of the theory. So <laughs> I don't know if we should count on a lot of goals from him. Um, but I will say this. His Sammy, the younger brother, his Twitter feed is like performance art. I mean, it is oh, worth yeah? going back and looking at old Sammy Amiobi tweets. And if you're ever interested um, in, in in English soccer, the the Football Ramble is a great podcast. And one of the one of the hosts is a Newcastle fan. And he used to talk about Sammy Amiobi's uh, social media presence all the time. It's really, really funny. So um, I haven't followed Tommy yet. I don't know if he's any good on Twitter, but yeah. I'm hoping he is. So <laughs> on, his, on his strike rate, I think I did see that there was one team he played for in England called Forest Green I think Forest Green Rovers oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah and um, in the appearances and goals I think he was something like uh, nine appearances like five goals so and I think that that was one of the only ones that he was kind of like he was doing good at but a lot of his loan spells just to have like because he, he was on loan a lot and it just says zero appearances one goal no 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 it didn't it said zero appearances zero goals and it was just like okay so we, he um yeah he maybe didn't get picked up a lot and maybe got got injured or whatever but uh yeah I'm looking for uh, we'll see what he's like he could be one of those impact forwards that we bring on he might not be first choice we see how he'll do but uh yeah. nice to have a six foot three guy in the box when yeah. you yep. set pieces and stuff but we shall see but he looks like a big unit though yeah. he does look like a proper yeah. proper football yeah. <laughs> yep. big guy yeah. Yeah, I guess the one thing I'd say, just to kind of sum up the roster right now, I thought there's a guy who on the Cincinnati or FC Cincinnati subreddit, like 
puts together like these really cool roster like updates. Mm. Every time there's an update, he he adds to his graphic and and adds the the person who was added and the country they're from. But it's like literally probably 20 minutes after the breaking news that yeah. Bubbles tweeted out to us uh, that Tommy was out of the roster. He put out a new one, um, a new graphic including him. And the uh, the first on the subreddit, I'm sorry, but the first comment came from who I am 99.9% sure is uh, Ronnie Disco. Uh, Hispanic... Shit, I can't read this close. All right, my eyes are bad, but it's Ronnie Disco. <laughs> but his quote was, and I like it, this is genuinely terrifying. If we don't win something this year, it will be quite the disappointment. <laughs> and I think that's about right where we are now. Yeah. We've got the roster to kick ass, and it's ours to lose. Yeah. So I'm pretty damn excited about that, but I'm with them. We better win something. Better win something. <laughs> yeah. It could be, um, although I, I must say at the beginning of the season, you do get that. That when you see your team, you think, "Oh, we look darn yeah. good," and it can only take a few games to kind of fall into. Uh, uh, yeah, I actually you, oh. out loud told uh, my sons this year, "I really have a good feeling about Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a great year." Yeah. <laughs> and so you sowed the seeds. <laughs> Very similar to when he started looking up flights to go to Kansas City. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring that up. I'm sorry. Um, but of note, a rover is a person who spends their time wondering. Well, there you go. Yeah. Wondering or wondering. Wondering. Like wondering, moving around. Like Richie? Like Richie. There you go. Good journey, my guy. Um, but yeah, but generally, I'm quite excited about the uh, about the roster. I think it's I think it's gonna be cool, and that's a, probably a good transition to talk about. So, Bubbles and I yesterday went to the early bird renewal event, uh, season ticket renewal event at, at the club yesterday. Um, I wasn't really sure what to expect. In fact, I wasn't sure that we were going to be able to get in because what, I got the email like a, whatever, a month ago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I didn't really, I was excited about it. I put it on my calendar and that as a thing to sneak out of work on. And then, but I forgot to actually register. So on Tuesday night, I was like, oh, I wonder, why haven't I gotten any information yeah. about that? Oh, I never signed up. <laughs> um, so then I signed up, and uh, but obviously they didn't really care. We clearly, like, when we walked in, it was like, oh, you must be FC Cincinnati fans because you sure don't look like college students. <laughs> and otherwise, what are you doing walking around on campus at 10 in the morning? But um, uh, so a couple things that was kind of cool, like they uh, Austin Berry came out and talked to us for a little bit. And, uh, well, first, actually, the uh, Johan – something who's French um, and uh, I seemed to me just based on his background because he's been in an academy who's in the French academy system and then he was at Montreal Impact and their academy uh, seems like someone that if you think you're going to MLS and need to build an academy you would bring in uh, to run your academy right <laughs> so so I thought he was quite impressive actually yeah. just from the way he talked and yes. you know seemed like a, he only talked for a few minutes but he was he seemed like a pretty good dude and then uh, they kind of let us out into the – it was raining, and I thought we were going to be watching practice, but instead we were just <laughs> sitting in do. the stands. <laughs> so we sat in the stands, and then Austin Barry talked to us for a little bit, um, and then Koch Kos- came in. And Barry, I thought, was very articulate um, and, uh, you know, just didn't have a whole lot of specifics to say. He did talk a little bit about transitioning from – being uh, being a player to being a coach, and the fun the one funny thing that he said uh, was that uh, he's known some of the guys for a long time. So if you think about it, both he and Kenny Walker grew up in Ohio, playing in yeah. Ohio against each other in Ohio, like they're clearly some of the top kids in Ohio. Yeah. 
Um, and then they went on to compete in, in, at a professional level, and then they became teammates. And he said, Kenny refuses to call him coach. <laughs> so, uh, so that was pretty funny. Um, and then, uh, sorry, you got anything else about Barry? No, I, I think he was talking about how he is the – so he's the strength and conditioning coach for FC Cincinnati and has a soccer-specific bent on that. Um, and it was no, it was he was very again very well, well read, very well versed. Um, you know, questions were they opened up to questions and they said like, "Oh, what do you think about the stadium?" And he's like, "Don't really care." You know, like I we just want to we just want to play, right? And it's like, and that's I think a lot of people felt that way too. And um, but no, it was uh, yeah, it was it was good to. Good to get out there and see. And then Alan came up and started talking. And he is also very well, very well read, very well versed. Just is a great, articulate guy who, like, and very approachable. Yeah. Like, yeah. just a, you know, he took a lot of questions from the crowd. Um, and some of the questions were not hard, but one of the questions that I, that I recall was, you know, last year we didn't do so hot on the road. What are you going to do to address that? And he made the comment of, <clears throat> he goes, when you're here in, in at Nippert, um, like he mentioned, just walking down the road that we're, we marched when he first came here yeah. and seeing Nippert and saying, wow, this is a great place to play, filling up the stadium. He goes, it's a, it's a, it's a player's dream to play in a crowd with this. And then you go to the road where you maybe have 100 yeah. fans. Yeah. And that motivation, and so he's trying. He was specifically trying to address that in this off season, yeah, with, the with the recruitment of like building that mentality that they. And he says we have to get points on the road because he's expecting to do better than they did last year. Like, that's the expectation. And yeah, I mean, one of the things with the roster build that we've all, we've talked about in the past in a couple of podcasts is like. They got all these guys that are veterans, right? That have been in the low. They're not. I mean, with a couple exceptions that are over. They have Ryan and and uh, uh, who's the other guy that's over thirty. But anyway, like most of the guys are. All the new guys. Yeah. Yeah, the Israeli guy, right? Dykel, right? Or Keenan? Please do not like rely on us for pronunciation of players' names. Yeah, exactly. We'll get in midseason form. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dekale. I'm sure that's how it's pronounced. So yeah, yeah, Dekale. Plus, you can swallow the consonants, and maybe you'll be right. But they. You know, most of the guys are, you know, late 20s, have played in a lot of leagues, including lower leagues. And so they kind of know what they're getting into. I thought the Ryan, one of the quotes that came out with uh, Richie Ryan when he signed was every kid, every player in the lower leagues yes. wants to play at yeah. FC Cincinnati because yeah. of the environment. And I think that's probably true. Like, there are a handful of other clubs. I think, you know, Las Vegas has a new team and they're selling out their 10,000 seat mm-hmm. baseball stadium, but I guess they're building a soccer stadium. I think there's a lot of cool stuff going on in the lower leagues where you're getting bigger crowds, but FC Cincinnati is clearly in the way in that, right? So I think, but yeah, I think he definitely talked about that mentality of looking for players that have been around a bit and know that there are times when it's not going to be easy and you got to perform. Yeah. I have a kind of huge man crush on Kutch. Like I, he was really impressive. Um, he, I think is very articulate about the, uh, uh, like the demands. Well, yeah. (laughs) So it was funny. Somebody asked him like, uh, what, what, what coaches do you admire? Do you think of talk about it? So he, 
he said, well, I'm an Arsenal fan. And and, and, he, and so, so then, of course, there was lots of laughing or whatever. And I gave him a woo which I think he thought, I actually thought was a boo. And I was like, <laughs> I know. And I was like, and he's like, oh, I can understand why you might boo. And I was like, no, no, I didn't. I, didn't. I wasn't booing, Alan. <laughs> Please forgive me. Please. But, but he... um. You had one chance. <laughs> I know exactly. I don't think he knew it was me, but uh, but he, and so but it was funny because like I mean I, Arsenal fans are obviously in this thing. If you don't follow this the sport that well, we've had the same manager for twenty years, and he talked about how Arsenal and our, under Arsene Wenger have played beautiful football, and he loves beautiful football. He being Koch. But he also, I think, has a pragmatic side and wanting to win. And yes. as an Arsenal fan, you sort of think, yeah, we would like also somebody that, you know, coach that could teach us how to defend a little bit since we aren't really capable of that. And I think um, he talked about the tactical adjustment he made last year mm-hmm. before the uh, crew game where he went to three at the back, uh, which he hadn't played all year, and then wound up basically sticking with it all year in part because of the team he had. I wanted to ask him, but I, you know, he kind of ran out of time. But it, it seems like he probably wants to play four at the back and have a little more attacking talent on the pitch. Mm-hmm. But, um, but if we start shipping a bunch of goals again like we did last year, he'll probably, you know, he's got the roster he can play three three yeah. central, central defenders. But anyway, I I just thought he he was uh, pretty well spoken. He definitely had um, uh, a a command of the you know sort of the command of the group, which you you know would expect he said like i know my job is to get wins and if we don't get them i know i won't be here right and so and he wants to be here and i think this is a great place so of course you know it's so easy with cincinnatians too if you just say like yeah cincinnati's awesome people are like yes it is (laughs) and so he did that you know so immediately every like immediately everyone's like yes like she's like you know oh we love this city and it's hard not to it's hard not to love this town and and he said all those all those things and and i think you know and he also talked about how how he tries to recruit he tries to recruit local and then go bigger your regional and then and and bigger um but um what was the other thing that that he uh he mentioned was <clears throat> Oh, I forget. But he the point of it was he did have he's he has a vision for the club and I think it came across when he was talking about it that he definitely is has a vision for this and knows what he's doing. Yeah. One of the things he talked about in the recruitment uh, was uh that the you know, he said the owner's really been generous like and and is set but the club it wants to be run like a fiscally sound so he's like so we have a budget and I, there's constraints and he's like that that's good to have constraints he said there were definitely players that i would have wanted to bring in that from, from cincinnati ohio. and from ohio, ohio but that I, there's no way i could afford them or get them at, yeah. at the level we're playing at now and i was like who is that yeah, i wonder who's exactly. that rose lavelle yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh uh but it was interesting it was funny because uh the other, so then um so anyway that was just an, it was an interesting thing like yeah i super impressive guy like i definitely um hopefully we'll get the results on the field this year I think it is clear from the kind co- burning made a comment a couple, a couple, you know, month or two ago uh, that feeling like they really do feel like they've got the right coach to take them to MLS. So it'd be cool if we get to MLS that if Koch gets the chance to do that too. Right. Cause I think he's, you know, he certainly deserves that chance from, you know, and he's an Arsenal fan. Um, the one other thing that was, <laughs> the one other thing that was super funny was that during the question and answer thing, the news about Tommy came out. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so somebody asked him like, 
what can you tell us about the guy we just signed? And so he's like looking around, looking for somebody at the club. Am I allowed to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, he, 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 I think he looked at one of the guys in the back. He's yeah. like, can I? And like literally two minutes before, some, the, the FCC official tweet came out. Yeah. And so um, he's like, yeah. And so he started talking about him. And um, no, it was. And then. what McAfee said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then after, afterwards, you know, they were going to. It was raining, and but they were gonna they were gonna do a little uh, strength and conditioning, and then do eleven v eleven. Oh wow! And uh, but unfortunately, it w- it was later, and we had to you know work. work. Yeah. <laughs> Boo! Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was he he specifically talked about the Indy eleven game. He's got eleven players for sixty minutes, eleven players for thirty minutes. That doesn't mean that you're second tier whatever he just is trying different combinations so it was really good yeah. um, i will say there was a soccer dad that's mostly bullshit like, <laughs> <laughs> like i think the guys that started uh I, I think probably at least eight of the guys that started today are going to start on the game at charleston yeah so yeah which i mean i i didn't go into the i, I didn't do roster analysis too hard today but i think it's kind of what you'd expect i think uh like Albadawi was part of the second group, I think. Or oh, okay. I don't think he started, but it mostly seemed like the guys you would expect to be starting. Jimmy started, right? Jimmy started. Oh, nice. Um, and they said, sorry, they said he's been working back from an injury. Yeah, yeah. Which I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, no, he'd been in a boot early in the preseason, uh, and uh, and Josu's still not really back. Yeah. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, so like Boehner, I would guess will probably start over Hoyt, yeah. and but you know, and uh, the. Uh, Patty started instead of the Israeli dude, but he was sick, so he didn't make the trip at all. So anyway, like I think I think we're yeah, mostly looking mostly at that stuff here. Yeah. But whatever, it's it's gonna be cool to have some depth. And he talked about the competition for places being super intense this year, which is which is good because last year, if you think about, it, there were a lot of positions where there really wasn't like if you know the couple when we had those fixture congestions where we like yeah. that Florida trip where we were in the yeah, league yeah, when we were right yeah. in the midst of the cup run. And when, when we played Half Hill, the one time he played all year, and, and Dallas J played a game, and we looked like crap. Like, we that, that second unit was really not up to up to the where it needed to. It was certainly not at the level of the first team. So that's that's all good. I don't know. Anything else about that? No, it was good times. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was a good, good excuse to get away from work. I've had a shitty week. Nope. Uh, I guess we'd already broken the – the, uh, I think we got the explicit rating already. <laughs> I don't just I don't know if I don't have ass cats. Yeah, I think I might. No, I, I, there you, go. You, you, you want to drop anything else? Uh, yeah, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I, we have gotten some notes from uh, some of our listeners that it's a little, we're a little too explicit on the, the language. So at least I didn't curse in the first 30 right. seconds like last week. Um, uh, so I think our last segment is going to be our fake listener questions. So... Uh, you know, our fake listeners were great. Our real listeners did not come up. I, although I think we only have like 15 Twitter followers. I did yeah. I did tweet yesterday in the, under the Old Man Ultra's Twitter saying we're recording. And if you have any fake listener questions, send them in. We didn't get any. Uh, but we did get some fake listener questions other ways. So, you know, I think we'll, I think we'll be good. Um, so this one's actually sort of relevant to the, uh, the, the conversation we were just having about the roster. Uh, uh, this this Kevin S uh, and I, it looks like it actually might be Kevin Schindler. Um, he's kind of curious what happened to all the guys that uh, that aren't on the roster anymore. And I did get this one in advance, so I looked it up a little bit. There you go. Um, so we have a couple of players like Quinn and uh, uh, Jay that went to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. McMahon, the pony tail dude, he went to Louisville. Right. 
which long. is weird. Like yeah, I'm gonna be weird seeing him come back for the for the derby. I know, yeah, but he. But do you think he's gonna play? He wasn't very good last year. Oh, like I think it's funny. Yeah. Like I don't know if he's gonna. Um, and uh, we had uh, uh, someone get Maccabee a, a tissue because he's gonna cry. Dakras went to St. Louis. <laughs> But a bunch of guys are not on side, are still on side. So Jibby has doesn't have a place yet. Polak doesn't have a place yet. Uh, Dominguez doesn't have a place yet, and Schindler, Schindler is, is unemployed. <laughs> and Wiedemann is retired, retired right? Yeah. And yeah. married. Yes. And. His, back in school. Back, back in school, school and and twi- wow. his tweets are also sort of funny too. Yeah. Like, I think random stuff about jelly and toast and stuff like that. It's it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> awesome. And then right. and then Jimmy will comment on yeah. Andrew's yeah. tweets. <laughs> so uh, yeah, thanks, Kevin. I hope good luck to. What's he going back to school for? Uh, that's that's a good question. I don't know. I'll ask him. Yeah, <laughs> he'll probably answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what do we got next? Um, uh, so oh well, we weren't sure we we're going to talk about this, but since we got a question about, it, I guess we better. Yeah. Um, last time you guys didn't even use the word MLS. What's the deal? And this is from uh, this is from listener Don Garber. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so Don, you're right. We really didn't talk about. It. We literally didn't talk about it at all last time. And yeah. I don't know. Part of me is still is kind of like fuck MLS, but. Oh, did you say fuck MLS? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say that too because I, 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 I'm happy where we are right yeah. now. I, yeah. I could be happy with us being where we are for the next couple of seasons. Yeah. Although you have a conspiracy theory about uh, about when we might have an announcement, but maybe we'll keep that unless you want to reveal. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, yeah, MLS, it looks like it's doing its thing and we're doing ours in the USL, so. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. Like, as, as a stadium fucking debacle goes on, I am just more looking forward to yet another season at Nippert. Got I still it. think it's the best place to play. I could have sat up there and I didn't. The best place <laughs> to play soccer in Cincinnati I can't wait to be at Mecklenburg. I can't wait for the first March, and I'm losing my shit getting ready for it. So that's all. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what, you, know what, you know, with all this like stadium announcements and stuff, one thing I am looking to forward to in equal measures is the first couple of games where we're a bit chilly. Yeah. And it's a bit you're a bit exposed yeah. and you're thinking, I wish I'd worn my beanie rather than my baseball yeah. hat. <laughs> and then a bit later on into the season I'm looking forward to getting a bit of a sunburn <laughs> and being blinded by that bloody sun. <laughs> and then wait and then like just looking at it and going, Why is this a four o'clock kickoff? <laughs> we don't. Oh that is so good. Although oh five o'clock on Sunday later in the season. Yeah. It's like most of them are seven thirties. Yeah, most of the kickoff times are seven thirties now, which is an extra half hour at the yeah. bar. Right. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and and uh, e- easy to get to for those for those guys who sometimes have Saturday shifts. There's, 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 there's been a few. There's a few last year, but uh, but yeah, yeah, just not. Um, although I did like to wear my shades on the on the Bailey. <laughs> um, I will. So uh, yeah, I basically am and I pretty firmly in the anti-MLS camp at this point. I think we're probably still going to get in, but I really don't care. I'm, I wish I wish we could just ignore it for a while. Um, the uh, Do we need to cue the X-Files music? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so my my theory, which I may be slightly debunked now, but yeah, was that essentially the delay in the announcement has been 
because MLS wanted to give the club some leverage to get the West End Stadium stuff worked out. Because I think once we have the bid secured, it's going to be harder to kind of get the push through some of the resistance to the West End Stadium. And, you know, I made that up. I have no idea. It's not sourced. <laughs> there's no there's no reporting that's been done. Um, but it just sort of it sort of feels like it makes sense. I don't know. I, you know, the, the we were talking about before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about the stadium stuff. I don't think we're really qualified to have a, a hot take on it. Um, yeah. Other than I think the hot takeage that's happening online is mostly kind of crappy. And I think it's a really complex social issue that the club is a part of. And there's a lot of stuff that's not part of the club. And I honestly just wish we'd go away. The one thing I will say, being at the stadium yesterday, um, you know it's not your stadium, right? It's like the all the stuff about the Bearcats and the, you know, it's red. There's there's like plaques about famous Bearcats I don't know anything about. That would be cool to have our own our own ground that's really all about FC Cincinnati. Um, it, I think that would be I'm, – I'm sure it would be well done and all that stuff. So if it happened – if that part happens, that will be pretty cool. But mostly I'm just stay in USL for a while. Yeah. So. yeah. So yeah, fuck off, Don, yeah. and also save the crew, right? That's I mean, right. Yeah. So, but uh, thanks for listening, Don. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do appreciate the uh, the <laughs> listenership. All right. Um, so this is a question from uh, Rick and Lois Nash, and uh, they're curious. Uh, they want to know besides Loisville, who do you most want to beat this year? Well, lots of d- deep thoughts going on yeah. in the room right now, listeners. Yeah. Well, it's, it's always it's always Louisville. Yeah. I mean, that that's a home and away. Yeah, especially home. Actually, especially away. Yeah. Especially yeah. away. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, it got comical last year yeah. the away game, yeah. didn't it? I, I think we won the bo- the battle off the pitch <laughs> with the security guards and the streamers. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't anybody. And I, I always think. Anybody who finished above us last year is always um, the t- the year before that that shows signs of improvements when you can beat them. And then sometimes it depends on who are in the teams, yeah. like like the, like the Red Bulls when when they put, you know, so they sometimes drop a few of their mm-hmm. um, players <laughs> into the uh, into the team. But um, I, I would. There's no one in particular. I would just like to see more on the road wins. Yeah. That that that's and yeah, I don't yeah. care who they're against to do better away than we did last year. Although I'm just trying to think, there was I'd like to oh I'd like to beat Tampa Bay oh, in, yeah. in the league for 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 for, 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 for that game that I went to on my own. Yeah. It was, the, the no money cheap big gig, yeah. <laughs> the wallet on the car game as I call it. Yeah. But uh, but I I haven't got any more thoughts on that really. Yeah. I can't think. Um, yeah, anyone who beat us at home last year certainly don't want to see that again. Yeah, right, right. Now, I, I was going to say Tampa Bay just because it would be fun to watch Joe Cole. I mean, make him look bad. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I hate saying that. I, I was a big fan of his and everything else. Yeah. But he's in the USL now. We should right. beat his ass. I mean, so yeah, it would be fun yeah, to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, w- I would enjoy going down to Nashville and showing the full force of all the FCC fans down yeah. there um, and beating them soundly. And then having, you know, 
going out to the bars afterwards and shaking their hands, but yeah. knowing who's knowing who who really is boss. We're no longer than you guys, are we? That's right. Exactly. We're yeah. Three years older. Than I'm you. telling you, like the shit club, no history chant. Yeah. Is going to be massive against Nashville. Yeah. And that, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, this, I, I actually, this was another question from. Uh, uh, I only got was the initials DI on this question, but but it's sort of related to this, which was uh, apparently Indy Eleven on one of their fan boards uh, said that uh, we might get as many as 500 away fans from Cincinnati at the the match on the 31st. And of course, people were like, "Well, I guess you know That's... there will be five, there will be multiple groups of 500 yeah. away fans." Because I think we're probably going to send about 2,000 fans to that yeah. game. Yeah. So I actually kind of want to go there and fuck them up. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know what, boys? Welcome to the USL. It was right, cute right, that you were right. in Nassau. It's cute that you have a thing. But, yeah, um, yeah this is not how it's going to go. We're going we're gonna to show up in Lucas Oil Stadium yeah. with 2,000 fans, and we're going to kick your ass. Yeah. And then you're going to come to our place, and we're going to kick your ass again. Yeah, right. So, Indy, just no it's not oh. at least our first game is in their place which is good actually because there's no way that, I think we put only set like 6,000 fans so yeah, yeah. So, 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 so. yeah yeah the uh the Nashville game which unfortunately I can't make um is uh the first one anyway the second one I should be able to make the first one is uh at the Titans uh, oh, really? Stadium, yeah, yeah. Really? yeah, because they know we're coming. Yeah, hell yeah. That's right. So, <laughs> cool yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, because like that, I think that's the only they're they're playing their home opener and they're playing that one there. Yeah. So, good times. Um, do we have any other questions here from our listeners? Uh, oh yeah, an R Geist just kind of wants to know. Maybe we can we can wrap up on this one. Uh, what, what are you guys drinking tonight? Oh, I know Stone Delicious. You already you already broke that, but uh. yeah, I, I did break that. I'm gonna get another beer, um, but uh, right now, uh, yeah. So again, it's a do improper uh, India Pale Ale from Rivertown, just so up the road, just, just up, up the road. The road. Uh, our guys will be happy to learn that um, I'm <laughs> I'm enjoying this cougar. <laughs> <laughs> um. In my other life, I am uh, I am drinking a Hans. Nice from our guys. Our guys. Yeah, two Hans. Two Hans <laughs> are better than one. Two Hans. Okay. <laughs> All right, I think we've probably reached. Uh, <laughs> what are you oh yeah, I've got. Uh, I've also got one of those doing propers, uh, which was preceded by an Andromeda. Which uh, this is the rare OM, Old Man Ultras podcast that has in, where we've had two beers each. Yeah. Yeah. So you know oh. Macab- well, Maccabee's driving. I'm the designated, <laughs> so, <laughs> You're the designated drinkers. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's it. So uh, we will be back relatively soon, I'd imagine, after a couple preseason games. And uh, and uh, so, yeah, please get in touch if you have real fake listener questions at Old Man Ultras on Twitter. Or you can, oh, yeah, you can email us at oldmanultras at gmail.com, which I finally started monitoring. <laughs> It is 90% spam, uh, 5% Twitter notifications, not because we're getting any tweets, yeah. but just a, the other things happening yeah. at Twitter on more interesting accounts. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, 5%, well, one of, one of the emails we got was from a, like a, clearly like an automated account 
that is on SoundCloud, which is the hosting provider we use for this lovely podcast, saying, Dear Old Man Ultras, I think your hot sounds and music would be perfect to be represented by my talent agency. <laughs> We're going to be famous. <laughs> so, yes, when we uh, when we blow up and start playing, doing live pods at U.S. Bank Arena, uh, Lindsay from the talent agency will be to, will be to thanks. So. All right, we'll talk to you soon.